Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 <gasps> what, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair, and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. Hey, dude. What's up, dude? Not much. Chilling. What the fuck you doing? Chilling. All right. Who do we got today, my man? I think we got uh, Leroy Garcia. Leroy Garcia! <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Terry Dubstar. <laughs> yeah. And Terry Dubstar, a.k.a. The Ripper. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. The Ripper. <laughs> it's another one. That was a fun band. That was a fun. That mm. one was like every... What year was The Ripper? Oh, the Rippers. Man. The yeah, Rippers. Tell us about that shit. 2010? That's okay. about the time I met you. Yeah, 2010, about the time I met you, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Because it was that was uh, we did that for about two years, and that was I don't know, I don't know exactly time at, during 2010 on, but um, yeah, it was fun. We had Josh uh, Vela, the uh, Doom. Uh, we had David Solis from Ontario Sky. We had Dalen from Sudden Death, and we had we had Dustin, um, who was in a bunch of grindcore bands, uh, playing bass, and we also had Big Rob. Big Rob from uh, Where Does Bond. Yeah, 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 yeah. They'll be here soon. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, cool, well, yeah, yeah. Big Rob, yeah. Where does Bond be on here soon? He's yeah. uh, he's on a meme page with me, so that that dude may seem like the nicest, sweetest dude, but he's a <laughs> savage. He's a he's the dirtiest dude. He was, he was, he's just despicable. He's just two bit. But um, yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm glad you're here, dude. Man, Wade and Greg, it's huh? fucking yeah. fun, dude. This yeah, has been yeah. this has been such a journey doing this. And it's cool bringing people in here and having people at the house and or the studio or here, whatever we're going to edit that into. Um, but it's fucking awesome, dude. I fucking love it. I'm having so much fun. And I'm I'm, I'm excited to see old friends and faces again because it's right. so cool. I haven't seen you in so long. But it's so it's so nice to see you again and like, have you here. I don't know, fucking microphones, recordings or not. It's, it's a fucking cool dude. Did you guys ever run into each other at Was Shows like back in the day? Yeah. All yeah, time. we had to have man. All like, the time. Yeah, that's yeah. all the time. I, you know, you know what's the crazy thing about all that stuff is we um, didn't quite know each other then, but I, no, I mean, all the time we run into each pr- other. I was yeah. a prick. I was a drunk prick. No. You know, it, you know, the funny thing is, all the straight edge guys, I would show up to all the straight edge hardcore shows drunk and with forties <laughs> and high, and then all the straight edge dudes now I run into, they're all drunk and high now, which is kind of <laughs> cool. But I mean, not in a bad way. You know, like they just they grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they realize that we all have. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's kind of cool, and and the, the the guy who was the worst is like, I don't even drink anymore. I don't even take aspirin, <laughs> which is crazy. That's wild. That's good, good man. stuff, man. A good story there. Like, it, it shows a lot of people hope. I mean, it helped me in in certain ways. Um, it helped um, Wade's brother. You know, you were. Uh, yeah, for sure. A, a mentor that isn't that you know, like you didn't get the credit for that, or he, like, oh, man, it's not about that. Exactly, you know, you know yeah. it's not about that. If like the one thing um, I was told by the, the guy, who, I, you know, I, I got help too, and the only thing I got asked for is to pay it forward, right? So um, it's kind of one of those things. Like, if you do something good, 
like I, I post on, on my on my social media that what I do at my job because I get paid to do it. So I can say it freely, right? But if I do anything on my own for myself, I don't ever tell anybody about it because it doesn't mm-hmm. count. Like if you do something good for somebody and you brag about it or you know tell everybody about it, it doesn't count. Like you're, it's the own selfie, true, man. You do it for you. Yep. And I and I think I think a lot of it is a. Uh, um, you gotta think about it. The I mean, we're we're gonna talk about the music scene, right? Fuck yeah! I ain't even gonna lie. So what wanted me to be in a band was when watching that stupid ass band who I love and I respect, CJ and all them Wisher. We just had this stupid and Terry Sky and and Wisher and colleagues kind of feud. But I love them. I got I go to all their shows. I, I loved all the what, stuff. What band? Wisher and colleagues. Colleagues fell upon. So the, those are like Noise Fed. Well, I don't know if you know Noise Fed back in the, the White Rabbit days. Like uh-uh. that's where they branched off, and that's Executioner now. Nowadays. Oh, I love and Jimmy and I are really good friends. Like I, I, I talked. I, I mess with Jimmy on a daily. I send him memes and I message him all the time. I love Jim. Jimmy, I go to as many shows as possible. He's still, he's super cool. He be like he play like with the hoods and stuff and got me and and one of my friends guest listed, which is. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't even do the band stuff anymore, and I felt super cool coming into a show, like having to, not he, having to pay twenty five. He was another person who brought in a lot of shows early on, like with me. Texas Terror Fest, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, that, I didn't get to, to go to that one. To me, that was mind. my favorite show of all time. I I remember going back to my hotel room, spitting up mud, <laughs> blowing mud boogers. Out of my nose, it was the pits were so dangerously big. It was awesome. It was uh, Evelyn tore it up. Uh, um, every she time was. I die, had that that one minute song that that first from mm-hmm. I, I hate this. Town. Yeah, I hate this city. You know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, they said whoever whoever can stage that twenty times gets a free T shirt. That whole place blew up. That place, I I they remember. I didn't have enough shirts. Oh man, it was nuts. <laughs> course, he's like, oh, I couldn't keep count. Of course, so like, you think but, any of those fuckers remember that? Uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna tag them on this episode, and we're gonna see if they remember that shit. Oh man, it was it was awesome, man. It was a good show. 18, try- 18 Visions was tied. They tore it up. Yep, um, yep. Barrier Dead, but no one knew who they were. They were not even signed yet. Yep. They were like that that band that like they're they're up and coming. Yeah, like, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. They were they were they're, on the they're on the local stage at Hellfest, and they made a big buzz. Making that and steam. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And As I Lay Dying was playing when As I Lay Dying played at Peacock Center. Yeah, dude, just we, like and put it like with a tray you with like six people. With well, yeah, because yeah, with all sincerity, played at the Rabbit that night for some reason, and we didn't put both of those shows. To, they didn't, they didn't book through me that night. They were at, with Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know, I, I was at the Peacock Center because I really i i liked uh, <laughs> i liked as I lay down a lot. Yeah, a yeah. lot. And then I, I saw a tray you and a tray. I Tim Tim is who got with all sincerity onto Pluto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I remember you telling me. And I uh, recently, after everything's you know what's happened in his his journey, like yeah, you know he's we're we're trying to bring him on back onto the new Oz album, and so Man. He's, he's he's gone through a journey, and it'd be cool like to bring that back into the full circle. Yeah, man, and I mean, and I bet you he had, he had that you should get him on the podcast. That dude probably has a crazy story. I don't know how much he would talk about, but that's a goal. It's an idea. Just get him on here. Use that friend thing, dude. Use it up as dirty as possible, Blake. Well, I mean, Greg. We got Brandon, you know, that's uh, Greg from Trash uh, Trash Talks podcast. That's uh, something in in San Diego. Um, he's he's uh, been a long time journey. Was fan, my fan, and you know, he's we're gonna cross, but he's that link. And and he goes, if you put me on the 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 next was album, backup vocals or 
I'll get Tim on there for you. And I'm like, that's cool, man. Where y'all gonna record at for that one? Here? Oh, man. Hopefully. No, we have to. It has to be here. Like 16-year-old Wade's like fucking got a boner bigger than fucking the, the size We're of gonna, Texas. Hey, a, a side note, though. For real, any band that you bring in here that's not like majorly signed but like all like all the like the locals and yeah, stuff yeah. like like myself and stuff is gonna get all wet over your little jam room because well, it, it, yeah it's kind of like one of those things like like exactly when you're 18 when you say when you get older i'm gonna get you did it <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> you did it all yeah. you need is like like a jar full of like gummy bears and like like no, we, uh, had we had a bowl of popcorn, some, some you asshole. <laughs> you didn't want any of it. I made a bowl of popcorn. We had a, we had a oh, bowl man. of uh, we had a bowl right of sours for uh, Silent Minority the other day. Yeah, we had some cherry sours. We had Silent Minority in here. <laughs> some cherry sours. Oh, y'all, y'all are like serious about getting me French fish fry then? Yeah, like, like I could have like I made mean, demands like yeah. I only want yellow M and M's and stuff. Well, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> within reason, I'm not gonna pick out M and M's at all. <laughs> like I said before, I'm not gonna ask you again. I asked you. No, man, man I, 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 you, want, I, you want all brown M and M's? I'll soak them in warm water so they're all yeah. chocolate. They turn into that. they turn into that gray color, that yeah, ugly yeah. ass gray. Oh man. So so. We're, kind of back to everything what what made you want to pick up the mic you you kind of talked so, about for a second like you, yeah so what was that band you said colleagues they played on top of the roof at homes but they weren't colleagues then they were wisher wisher they were called wisher and actually you can find them on uh youtube okay so, so i played a, sh- a couple shows with them uh bass you know when uh when eddie uh went to vocals more and he wasn't playing so they asked me to do a couple shows <laughs> So that was fun. So they were from Holmes and we were from Taft, right? So okay. like, I remember uh, our friend Jesse Mendoza. He was our bass player for for Dubstar and Terry Sky. Um, he uh, went. He was friends with them. So that's how I found out about that that show that 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 pirate show. I didn't I didn't witness it, but you heard about it. It was like going yeah. through all the like this band just last day of school played Deftones uh, on a roof on the roof. Yeah, Holmes, they played. Yeah. They played it on the roof and they all got suspended and it was super tight and they got to play the whole song and, and you know, and I was like, oh man, so like, <laughs> I, re- that's you know, fucking cool, dude. so I remember like, dude, that's what I want to do. And, and, and I, and I heard, you know, and I went to go see them play and the, the screamer wasn't, for me, wasn't that good. And I was like, I could do that. I could just scream. He's not even singing good. Like I can do that, even though I had no talent. Like I, I couldn't scream good either, and I couldn't. Like you know, none of us at that time were yeah. like none of us were where we at when we started. You know, started doing. We can well. all do better than. Yeah, that, like yeah. when we when we started really, to, I, yeah. you know, when we started really putting down the practices and stuff. You know, we weren't were you know, just the ego was there, for sure. The yeah. ego and like, and then that whole persona and 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 and, and it was. I remember watching like that movie Spinal Tap and like trying to like <laughs> learn learn how to be like in a band and stuff. So like I like Airheads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish, I wish I should have taken. You had the ground rules. <laughs> so you know, you you went in there and you 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 went in there with you know with a, with 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 a hard flop like a hard swinging dick. You know, like you went in there with a lot of confidence and that and that was just it. That was that's what got you shows. Like you didn't even have to be good. You just had to be confident. Back then, you got to just promote. That was it. Like you know, mm-hmm. like. We weren't good, like we weren't. Dubstar, yeah, were. we weren't good. <laughs> uh, we we weren't. So what we did is like we went to every show every night. I would see you there. That's how we started getting cool. I would see Jimmy there. I would see the guys from Protein Shake. And you notice seeing all these successful bands, the one thing they had in common was consistency. Mm-hmm. 
all these guys would show up to every single local show and support. Mm -hmm. Support network. Support network. Support network. Yeah, you can do it on, on online, man. You can do it now the way people are trying to do it now, but it's nothing like showing up in person yeah. in the flesh. Yeah. Showing up to a person's show. Like, you know, really, really support. Buying that shirt. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. yeah. You you know, back when, when it was like, every show was like two bucks, three bucks, and five bucks, you know? A, a national act was 10 bucks, and you were mm -hmm. pissed because it was 10 bucks, you know? Mm -hmm. Pissed, but it was a stack show. Oh, yeah. It was stacked. Yeah, stack. You might be mad, but there's like 10 bands you're going to see that's show. Like, like, I mean, like, stacked-ass bands. Like, oh, you yeah. know, like... Oh, like, yeah. Like, any one of those bands will sell out any of those times, like, you know... Like, oh, yeah. but, but, but then a year later, you were on those stack shows. So, but, like, so... Because what happens was we, you know, I would... It, our band collectively would go to all the shows and and we took we did homework we would watch i remember going to see like terry from loki invited me to a show and and jimmy did too it was noise fed them and then i remember seeing for the first time seeing switch 70 okay and this is when everything that's changed. greg's band right yes yeah before they're with all sincerity yeah. and and everything changed for me because we were so focused on sounding like a goddamn CD. On like trying to sound like the way we sound in the studio, trying to protect. We forgot that when you go to a show, you're there for a show. Mm -hmm. You know, you're there to see a show. I saw with all sincerity, it looked like a riot on stage. And I was like, that's a show. Yep. I, it doesn't look like mechanical. It doesn't look like, because only thing back then was new metal. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, and I'm not going to lie, like, all, all I was listening to was, uh, all I was listening to was, you know, like... Kitty, fucking Deftones. Yeah, so, like, Deftones, I really, and I love Rage Against the Machine. I love At The Drive-In. Um, I love Far. And the only reason why mm -hmm. I heard these, and I, the only reason why I liked these bands was because I had friends that knew Greg in them. Like, I had, like, Kenny McHenry, who was in 13 Fatal Strikes, who's actually my roommate now. So, Kenny was in 13 Fatal Strikes, which was, like, if no one is 13 Fiddle Strikes in, you need, oh, to, yeah, yeah. you need to do your homework because that was the first grind band in San Antonio. Yeah. That was a true first grind band. No one went. I was the only person in every, one, every damn show. Not even my own bandmates wanted to go, even huh. though we're friends with Kenny. <laughs> Kenny was in on my first, he was our first bass player before Jesse. He was our screamer because I couldn't scream that good in Dubstar. Okay. So Kenny was our original bass player. Okay. And uh, no offense to Kenny, but back then he couldn't really play bass. But he screamed. But he can scream mm -hmm. like crazy. He sounded like he had a grind scream, and and he he got me into like really like Giuliano theory and like all this emo st all this emo stuff like really emo like the Get Up Kids Four Minute Mile saves a day through being cool and the B side, um, further seems forever, uh, Texas is the reason. Um, Some good bands though. Yeah, just I mean, so like I was getting into and Reggie in the full effect. Yeah, like I was getting into all these bands and then and then. Uh, and then I see Switch 70. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. This is what I want to do. I don't want to do too much emo stuff anymore. I don't want to do too much emo stuff. I want to I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I never heard Switch 70, but I, I with all sincerity, it was one of the it shows that changed. It was a new changed. metal band. But y'all didn't move like new metal, and y'all had breakdowns. And I didn't ever hear breakdowns before. Because uh, with Jimmy and I, we did, uh, with Switch 70, we did shit with Drug Honey. Yeah. And Del Rio, and we did like these little things, man. Um, so that was the first time that like, we actually, that was maybe 99. Yeah, yeah. Because I start. that's when I started getting, like 1999, 2000 is when I started getting in, into the music stuff. Yeah. 2001. 
2001 when I, no 2001 because it was my senior year in high school yeah um, Taft yeah what's the band that changed everything for you other than that local band you just said and then switch 70 <laughs> like what's the biggest like the big band that, so, like, the, the page turner so when I went so when I went over to his house I really didn't know too much everybody with all sincerity mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like before that but like I want to say that it was uh, Glass John refused mm. Yeah, those are two big. Though, though, oh, those, yeah. those, those two, those two in the house that were always played in the house. Oh, okay. There was house. So, so for for me, I I heard glass job from my friend Marcus Benavides, mm-hmm. and I was in math with him. I I got out because I was smoking way too much weed in high school, and I was drinking too much. So I, I actually got out of my AP my honors classes to do regular math. So I don't have that. So I don't have to try. So I can just just try get, less. Just get A's. Just like yeah. just doing the regular work and stuff. I was always a smart kid. I was vice president of my class. You know, like I was always a, a bright kid. I was just dumb. Uh, no, you just didn't know how to apply it. <laughs> I, you know, I did with the music. I, oh. I, you know, like it was weird. I was always just. Um, it, it and that's how it was. It, it was always like that. Because even when I was a kid, I was a speed skater, and I applied everything to my speed skating. And, mm-hmm. and then and when I went to school, I did everything for school for a bit. And then I decided band was a cooler because, like I said, I was talking earlier with Greg about how you choose your family, and my, my band became my family. You know, yeah. you you hang out with them all day, especially when you first do a band. Like you're practicing in the summer, you're practicing like six hours a day, five days a week, mm-hmm. and then you're going to shows and hating on other bands. <laughs> we're, we're better than them, right? <laughs> you know? And then you see them like, dude, y'all killed it, dude. Fucking ripped, bro. Oh, man, one day we're going to be just like y'all, dude. Oh, my God. Maybe we could open up and like, then we walk away like, fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> so much better. I'm so much better. Yeah, yeah. Heard guys We've all done it. I heard that guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh drinking Smirnoff ice and shit. I remember I remember I remember I, 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 re- I remember I remember though like having a fake ID. Cause this was when the strip was the strip and it was so fun because like I had this fake ID. Me, David, Augie, all of us had this ID. And Augie, Augie is the one that So we wanted to be a hardcore band because we saw y'all, but Augie kept us emo. So that's what I was telling. Like Augie kind of brought the coheat, um, like uh, just different vibe into the singer. The... Yeah, and well, he was the lead vocals, but he was a backup. I know, I know that. Like yeah. what he, the, the singer, not the screamer. The yeah. yeah, yeah, singer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, and every time I try to sing in the studio, Bobby, may he rest in peace, would tell me, he'd be like, "Hey, man, that's who recorded uh, Simon." Simon right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, "Hey, man, you need to stop singing so much and let Augie do his job." <laughs> <laughs> Just honest. I remember one time, cause I would always show up to his house shit face, right? Cause that's what I thought rock. But yeah, I'd show up to his house all shit face and drunk and high and smoke all his weed and do beer bongs and, and he'd be like, "Have you been arrested?" I was like, "No, why?" He's like, "He's like, oh boy." If you go to jail, they're gonna put a mop on your head real quick. <laughs> you pretty. And now you fucking have one on your head. I know. I have long <laughs> hair. Now you have a mop on your head, you motherfucker. This stuck, dude. But um, no, yeah, and, and and it was weird because it it and, and like for me, my my um, my vocals and everything for myself changed when I heard when I went to Greg's house because I like Glassjaw, but I couldn't sing like Glassjaw. Mm-hmm. Every set of, I could sing, I could scream like the dude from Refused. And uh, and and Chewy would always tell me I sound like the dude uh, Rob McCoy or Roy, Roy McCoy, whatever the guy from uh, Dasoth, Holy Molar, of like I don't know. these grind bands. Like, um, well, but when yeah, I, Chewy was super into grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he was thirteen pedal strikes. 
and punk rock before then. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's why, and I loved all that stuff. And I remember hearing "Last Night in Town." Every time I die, Adolf was playing it. I remember stopping you, and you're like, "I was like, what the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. I go, mm-hmm. "What the fuck is this?" And that kind of branched me off to like Converge and Dillinger, and then even like you showed me Norma Jean when they when their album first dropped. Yep. Uh, you showed me Ludacris before they yep. they were before they were Norma Jean. Yep. Yep. That was that's when they were on Pluto. Yeah, and uh, and you, and then I from from all the Christian bands I found out about like Under Oath. So like when all those bands started coming up, I remember already knowing how to get on shows like that. Like I was like. Hey, Under Oath is playing. Let's play with Norm- Under Oath, and we started finding our our, our niche, and uh, and I always say this, man, because we had like the, the. So now y'all aren't Dub Stars though, but now you're in Terra Sky at that point. Yeah, when we got Augie, because Dub Star didn't last that long. Okay. Dub Star was just like we did that for about like nine months. Oh. Okay. And then and then we did Texas Terror Fest as Dub That Star. was just a stepping stone to become in Terra Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got Augie in the band. Like we okay. we went through a lot of people changes. What year was this? Where you're talking about? I, I 2000, know. 2001 and then 2002 yeah. we became in Terra Sky. Yeah. Um when we played we opened up for Sparta. Oh, wow. Yeah. So very cool. So what happened is I did a whole year promoting and I remember telling and then we got Augie and we did a couple shows with Augie the way y'all did with Ryan. We did a couple shows with Augie as Dubstar, and then we just, we just changed our name because we wrote a whole new set. Um, we did that whole EP. We recorded it first, uh-huh. and then we, and then we decided to like start playing it at shows. And we did our first show with uh, Bayside, um, Bayside uh, Keepsake, and uh, and that's when we became really good friends with Keepsake and all the guys from Fearless Records. And I remember um, for the longest time um, we would talk to Fearless Records, but they wouldn't want to like. We wouldn't tour, mm-hmm. like we just wouldn't tour. So they they're like, we just put some tours together and we'll sign you. Put some tours together, we'll sign you. We got cool with like Anatomy of a Ghost, who are now Portugal the Man. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. cool with all those guys are from Alaska. Um, they're like big fans of ours, and we got cool with like Sayosin and all those bands. Um, God, one of the dudes from uh, Anatomy of a Ghost and Portugal the Man, I forgot who it is, but he has a cool podcast actually that I I listen to and follow. Uh, they were on AP Magazine wearing an Terry Sky shirt oh, wow. on the cover. And uh, they're wearing our, one of our shirts. I remember that. That was a that was a big thing. Well, uh, that's, that was the thing. Even until till today, even your brother Jay, you know, he says like Jason Newston, you know, would wear these these shirts the, of thrash bands. Like, yeah, that's how you promoted the bands you liked. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you can share or tag or whatever, but yeah. when you go to the shows, what are they doing? They're still wearing, you know, their their, yeah. their bands that they love. No man, it, it it was cool. It was really cool, man. Like, and all, all we did was just get high and get drunk, just get high and get drunk and play bands and play sh- and play sh- uh, play music and stuff. And I mean, that, that's what it was, man. We got a fake. I remember turning uh, nineteen and having my twenty first birthday party at the White Rabbit. And I remember uh, Rick got me drunk and took me to the mix. So you were nineteen celebrating my twenty first birthday. <laughs> Rick, and so then, you did go to fucking White Rabbit fucking booking cool. parties on Wednesdays. Yeah, or- yeah, yeah. Or Thursdays. Yeah, right? yeah, like all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told him that's about, really where it happened, man. Yeah, like, I learned. I, I was there, and I'm like, Thursday free nights, right? Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Why do you want that? Because none of us drink, and there's 200 kids coming in the door from high school. Right, right. Let's go. Even though he banned us, were you there that night? Yeah, I remember that because y'all started like a little riot in the back, the back room, right? Oh, he stopped the show. He was like, "Stop the show! Cut the amps and." He didn't cut the power. He just cut off Adolf. And, you know, like, we didn't... We had the the snare and, you know, the bass drum. 
And then the crowd just let, you know, and he said, turn it back on. But then we didn't play there again. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because um, I uh, I was pretty fucked up at the time. But, like, I I, uh, I helped book a show for uh, Collective Dreams. They're, they're, uh, well, they, they played a lot with Extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. booked them with Portugal the Man. Okay. Because I, I knew them. And, back, and I was like, hey, man, I still had a little bit of, like, Cool. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I was like, hey man, you know, you should get get, you know, and uh, they're like, well, there's no, there's no locals and stuff. And Angel, Angel is super cool about that, and I was like, dude, I'm cool with those guys. Just reach out to them to ask, tell them, tell them that the the, the dude from Antares Skies sending it, you it, in the band, and, and sure enough, he's like, yeah, they can play. And it was crazy because I was just kind of like bullshitting. I was, I think it was like who, but they're like, yeah, let them play. So I remember Collective Dreams had them playing with uh, Portugal the Man. They played twice. They played inside and they played outside. Like, it's weird how, like, everything just kind of came back. Like, you know, like, and I think that's, like, when the Rippers started happening. But I'll, I'll get back to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, you know, early in Terry Sky was cool because we played with every band. Like, we, because well, there, 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 was, there was nothing like it. There was, there was nothing. There was no, there was, there was no, like, the way you were the only metalcore band. Mm-hmm. You monopolized it. Y'all played on any show, every show that was metalcore. Yeah. Anything emo core or emo, we monopolized it. Mm-hmm. So we played on every show. I remember. There was no other band. Now we're always on the fucking flyers. There was no other band. There was nothing like it because new metal was like fading off and people were still kind of holding on to that idea. That, that's the way, you know, I remember going, playing at Club Blaze and some guy asked us, Hey, what kind of music you play? <laughs> You're a rocker fool. Yeah, yeah like, hey, he's all, he's all. Y'all look, y'all look like y'all. Like, remember he said, y'all, y'all look like y'all listen to Motley Crue and like, what, what, he's like with the tight jeans and shit. And I was like, he's like, what kind of music? And I was like, and I go emo core, and 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 he's like emo core. And like I don't know what to say, so I just said emo core, and he's a he's a oh like stained, and, and then Jesse's just high as hell. He's just like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to explain anymore. He's like, "Yep, <laughs> fucking go in there." We played, and he's like, "Oh man, it's like not like stained." <laughs> but I, but it, it was cool though, man, because like you know that that gave us, um, you know, whether we're good or not, we we played so much that we reached out to a lot of people. Yeah, no, you. I mean, well, you were consistent. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Being yeah, so, so we we and you know we showed up, we showed up and we practiced a lot and we're you know, and. uh a lot of that shit got to our fucking heads, though, big time, because we just thought that we were, like, untouchable, kind of, in a way. Like, we, you can go one way or you can go another way. Like, we decided just to be local legends while, like, y'all were touring and y'all were actually doing the deal. We decided just to soak up as much as we can. So, like, we were getting free drugs, we were getting free fucking booze, we we're doing this, we we're doing that, and that became more important than anything. We decided to become a party band. So oh. we, you remember going to our shows at when Sin 13 opened because we said, fuck White Rabbit. We would start playing Sin 13. That, yeah. We all boycotted White Rabbit and we started playing Sin 13. Except we were sellouts. Like, we'd play any of the big shows at White Rabbit, you know? Like, yeah. hey, no, we're cool, we're cool still, you know? But, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Sin 13 on reality started hitting all the right shows. Yeah. They started hit, They started bringing in all, and they, 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 all the good ones. They got us with Sparta. It hit capacity. The fire department shut it down and shit. And it was, it was awesome. And, you know, and uh, Angel started doing really well where he was not our manager, but he started booking shows for us. And I remember he put us on a show with y'all with uh, Taking Back Sunday. And that was the first time we made merch. And I remember we sold out of all our merch. We made two grand off our merch, selling shirts for seven bucks, eight bucks, selling selling pins for a dollar. And this was at the Rabbit? Yeah, we sold out. Even was, uh, I thought that was a pretty gnarly show. Yeah, it was uh, from Autumn to Ashes and Taking Back Sunday. Oh, and The Rise from Austin. 
the rise the rise the rise on that it was they were also on every bill at that time yes (laughs) yeah but they weren't far from here they were from austin yeah yeah yeah. they're 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 on ferret records with Uh every time i die so i mean they 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 were just super cool just you know they've come out with like the suits i saw them at the the bowling alley dude i saw it with autumn the ashes at bandera bowl were they there too that's the first time i ever seen the banks was there too the the first time i ever it's the first time i've ever seen dancing because I've never seen like hard chairs. So you remember bro? those punk rocker uh, girls like they were trying to stop the pits and stuff like that? They, they weren't were punk rocker chicks. They, they were, were like big, security, guys, lesbian, not no fence. I don't care. They were. They were. Yeah, you gotta watch out. They were tough. They were they tough. Were some tough women. Yeah, they were yeah. tough. They yeah, just yeah. couldn't. They couldn't stop the was crowd at that time. Yeah. No, yeah. there was no stopping it. <laughs> I remember it was a this, surge. I don't know what happened about that show, but I've been jinxed ever since. I even tell my current girlfriend right now. I told her that I. I always end up getting hit by a fucking shoe at every show. I always get hit like somewhere on my body. I get hit with a stupid shoe. That was the first time I got hit. I was I was talking shit, and all of a sudden, this fucking a shoe just slapped me right in the face and shut me up. Better a shoe than a chair, dude. I remember I went. I was like, okay, I'm sending back and, and whatever. And um, dude, that's funny because I that's I mentioned earlier that how you were saying how one of Greg's shows kind of changed things for you. One of his shows changed things for me too, and I almost started to say it, but it was the the Bandera Bowl from Autumn Nash's show, right? Life changer, bro. Yeah, not just because not not the toot your fucking horn, Greg. It wasn't you. It was just fucking you. Just see the show and like the mass of people. And those really tough ass women trying to break everyone. You think up about it. You think there's a lot of people. There was like 17 people there probably, and they no, all they all. Much no, more than that, there dude. was like 50 people there. It was a scene but that's show. not that's not. But it was it wasn't that much. We, we're crammed in a hey, tiny you know, you, room though. Is the thing because hey, you know, it was like a sea of people, bro. You know the rowdiest show I ever been to was in front of like 10 people, and it was darkest hour. Oh, Remember and, that? And, and, and Stutters. That was the best show. Well, the Crown was there. That's the show I was talking okay. about. Dude, that show yeah. was... They they rocked that show like if there was a sold-out stadium. Yeah. They did the they did the the human the, the, the pyramid tri- the pyramid the yeah. pyramid is shredding it up. I never got to see them, dude. They dude, they, they rule, the dude. Darkest Hour rules, man. I just like, started listening to them on my playlist again. Oh like, man, a couple months back, I was like, oh, so sedated, fuck, whatever that 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 album. Then it, it just sounds it just sounds like you're riding a dragon and cutting heads off. <laughs> like that's what it's it's like before like they the well before the songs. sword and all these like cool like yeah, rocker band like rock yeah the Dark Hour is doing it first. Yeah, they were they were doing it good too. You know, like you know, <laughs> no, they're great. They were like just young dudes doing some old man music, and they're doing it good. You know, with screaming, like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're you know they're, they're you know yeah. But that was a good one. So like doing all these like the doing all these shows and monopolizing them and stuff like that. Uh, it, it, it you know especially being you know like I'm not gonna lie, man. Like you know I, I was pretty popular in high school, but like I never really got attention from girls. I never did, like you know. What in high school? You're lying. I had a girlfriend here and there, man, but I didn't. <laughs> I no, but like I didn't. I I really didn't. But Most metalheads don't. Dude. Yep. Yeah. So so check this out. So like I I I start doing these shows and like all of a sudden like you know you're getting girls thrown at you left and right and it's like it's it's almost validation. You know, like it's kind of like its own, like its own drug. Like, yeah, yeah, and you get off the stage, man, and like you get like, and I'm not used to this attention. You know, I have a bunch of brothers. 
Yeah. And I had baby brothers, so like, and even in the house, I wasn't paid attention that much. You know, I was the older brother. I had to take care of my little brothers and sisters, and you know, and and I, my stepbrother. I had to make sure I had to watch my food because there's pubes in it and shit. <laughs> 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 I love my brother Jonathan. He's my stepbrother. He's, 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 he's the asshole, but we're, we're oh, yeah, just, <laughs> dude. You don't put pubes in your food. Yeah. Oh man, they got you again, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Churches hates you. <laughs> <laughs> but. uh so he uh so when 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 so I got like addicted to this lifestyle man I got addicted to playing all these shows all these shows like and, and you know getting drunk before the show getting drunk afterwards the after party the party in the back of the van that we had we have we always had a keg we used to do these things called um beer heist what we do is we'll buy 224 Lone Stars 224 Dos Equis, and we'll rotate the receipt at Walmart and we'll do it like 10 times. So by the time we're done, we'd have like too much beer. <laughs> Just too much. Like a whole van, like stacked <laughs> full of beer. And like we did it at different Walmarts every time. We hit up different Walmarts and we'd do that every time with the same receipt. Yeah. We just would trade it off. Like we just trade it off. And and it worked. It worked every time? It worked every time. We'd f- every time it worked. And so we always had... so underage girls you know like the 19 20 year olds like us we're 19 20 so or right, 18 right. They're, they're our age you know we're we can drink they can drink inside the bar so they'll be out there drinking with us yeah and um you know and and that's what we became known for so we I, and for me man like i said like you know I, when i was a speed skater in school and stuff like that i always go all or nothing so i kind of lived up to this lifestyle so like i started trying to do the most drugs i started, started doing the most drinking i tried to do everything the most extreme like if you like, wanted to be the wild man. Yeah, yeah. And you kinda, were for a long time. And, and and it worked when it worked, man. You know, like it was fun when it was fun. It, 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 you know, and, and you know what weirdest thing is, man, I had an amazing girlfriend at the time. Um, I was with a girl for six years at her, five years. Her name was Tatum. And I was with her for a long time. She was this little Japanese girl and she was always supportive. Um, didn't care what I did as long as I came back to her. And that's crazy. So that would eat me up too. Believe it or not, even a bad man has a heart, you know? Like, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, like, even though I was cheating and stuff, I always felt guilty. And, you know, so, no, she was this little Japanese girl. She went to the draft house with us. Okay. Um, she, was, she was really pretty. She's a photographer. She's still, I mean, we're, we're actually really cool now still. Like, you know, like, some, you know, I'll tell her amazing art. And she's, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to go too deep into it. But I, uh, I reached, you know, I reached out to her and I told her, like, you know, I'm sorry for what I did to you. You know, not saying sorry, but I just kind of, like. Yeah. Did, like, it. Yeah, you know, I told her that the person that did that to you is no longer, and I'll get to that later on. But, um, so I lived up to this thing, so it was this weird cycle of just, like, getting drunk, partying, doing this, doing that, doing that, doing this, doing this, and then, like, um, and then when you don't have the show anymore for a little while, because other people was like, you know, Greg, you're talking about how, you know, some of the bands had to go to college and do this and that, so you take hiatuses, and, like, you know, you when you're used to playing three times a week, and then you're not playing for months. Mm-hmm. I just started just doing more drugs because I needed something to fill in that 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 void. Like you know, you get used to this. Like so, I started hanging out with people who had to go to our shows. On that's when MySpace was really big, you yeah. know. So I was reaching out to the only little. I would go to Houston. I would go to Austin. I was getting roofied by Sophie <laughs> in Austin. <laughs> you know, I started. You know, the thing is, the the best thing about that though that it came out of it is I started going to a lot of shows. I started becoming a fan. Okay. I started getting into music. Like, not just... What were you getting into at that time? Man, so I started really getting into um, Saddle Creek stuff. 
Okay. Mm. More mellow. Desapalacitos. Recursive. Um, Rilo Kylo. Rilo Kylie. Bright eyes. Bright. I like bright eyes a little bit. I, I like Desapalacitos better. Yeah. Um. Uh. I, I really like AMFM. Uh, Aloha. Uh, uh. American football. Braid. Uh. Hey Mercedes. And I, you know, I started getting more into uh, Architectural Sinky, uh, just a bunch of, you know, just indie bands, Q Not You. Started getting into more indie stuff. And then when the band came back together, we got, we ended up getting Derek Frost, okay. the drummer from Chodos. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and uh, at that time, I remember we got David from Day King Burning as our bass player. So we just really rebranched our, our, our band to like become like this, like, this power, like we wanted to be this like kind of power band. Like we wanted to be like the next. We wanted a tour. I, I got yeah. I got like David Kimberly because he's all about the tour. Because much can, more solid unit, guys yeah, with some experience under their belt. So doing the tours, you know. So we had all the right stuff to be a successful band, except that I brought a drug habit now. And this is still in Terry Sky. And Terry Sky. Yeah. Um, I brought a drug habit to our our stuff, so I was doing a. I was do. I had to be on coke. I was always coked out. Coked on Adderall, or I was doing a little bit of meth here and there because I discovered meth through uh, partying with the guys from my Converse and stuff like that. We had our our bass player Ben Thunder. We uh, we we did we did a bunch of shows like, and I, so I met some people out like in the boonies, uh-huh. and you can't find cocaine out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> can't find no blow, no blood monkey. Um, and uh, and I'm working at the draft house too. So like you know, I'm 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 now I'm working. Like I have a job, you know. Like and that's something that's that was weird for me because I was always a mooch off my girlfriend. She supported everything I did. She'd buy me everything, new mics, new everything. David's dad, too, would buy me mic cords and stuff. So I, I started actually working at the Alamo Draft House. And it turned out, just because I drank so much goddamn beer, I knew a fuck ton about beer. Yeah. I've been drinking at a bar since I was 19 years old. Yeah. You know, almost on a daily basis, drinking 19. And um, I exceeded really well at the Draft House, you know. Mm-hmm. And I met other drug addicts there, other cokeheads. Lots of us. I mean, just, I mean, smoking, smoking weed is like smoking a cigarette, you know? So from, from all that, man, just from, from, from doing all the work stuff like that. And then I decided that, uh, I didn't want to be in a band anymore. I decided that I was, I was, I felt, I felt the band was making me become a drug addict. I blamed the band. I started having resentments towards my own bandmates. I started fighting with them and saying that you're the reason why I'm not going to college. You're the reason I'm not doing this. You're the reason why I'm not doing that. You're the reason why I'm, I'm not even a good boyfriend to my girlfriend, you know? And, and I remember just like, I'm done. I just stopped. I just stopped. I just stopped showing up, and I was like, "I'm done. I don't want to play any, any more shows. I'm just gonna work at the draft house." And I remember uh, Augie got married. Did that? Derek joined Chodos. This is around the time now. Now this is when I met you. Is around that time. Yes, you weren't yeah. doing anything. No, but no, partying. yeah, yeah, except for partying. Yeah, still. Yeah. So oh, me too, but yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I so I I, I just. I, I didn't have anything, so I just all I had was my job, and my job consisted of me being drunk, being drunk, and knowing about my beer and stuff like that. And shout then, out, fucking draft house fam, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that lifestyle, man. We had the oh, par- yeah. we, we had the back at house. We had the parties at Chubbs' house, and it was exactly like waiting. It was like <laughs> it was exactly like every all the servers would just get there like at one two or one o'clock at night. We'd go to Hot Shots, then go to the, the house, and then be fucking blow. Everywhere there'd be fucking Xanax, people you know get the Xanax from. We'd be smoking, fucking, just taking pills, drinking, sleeping. Everybody sleeping with each other. It was it was it was like being in a band again. Sounds like Park North too. Yeah, it's, it was like being in a band again. I was like, dude, this is my people. 
A big band. I was like, dude, this is my, and you know what? People like me. We all love each other. We're all fucking each other. It's awesome. Yeah. And like, and they all have jobs, so they're not going to ask me to buy them nothing because I know they have money too. Like, you know, like, so it's cool. I can just bum their drugs off of them. And uh, I did that for a while. And then, and of course, you know, I see Greg. Everybody's still doing their shit and they're doing really well. I'm getting jealous because of Derek. I see him touring, touring with Every Time I Die. It's my drummer. Yeah. I see him at Sunset Station or Sunken Garden or something playing yeah. with Every Time I Die. The band that changed my goddamn life. He introduced me to Keith, and I, and I get drunk with Keith, and you know, and I'm like, I need to do a band. I was like, so what happens? That's a motherfucker. I'm gonna get on the show one of these days. By the way, he's sober now, man. Oh, I know, I know. I love him to death, and I'm gonna get him, Keith. One of he's these on days, Twitch you're gonna now. be on here, bro. I think he does Twitch pretty often, all the time. Yeah. What's that? What's Twitch? What, am I, am streaming I, service. It's like a live video streaming. It's thing. like YouTube, but it's just an, it's like their competitor. I see it. I, I see it on my PlayStation. I don't know what it is. It's I never big got... on gaming, but there's yeah. a lot of cool music streamers on there too. Uh, I've okay. been watching them for like five. I'm years thinking it's now, like a, I think sounds like a porn site and shit. Twitch <laughs> making it, making a Twitch. There's definitely <laughs> them on there too, to an extent. We uh, I I remember I remember um. Getting with David and Josh was our was our, our our bass player. He was our last player when David number two left, which was David Kimberting. David number two is David number two because he was he lost a game in pool, so it was David, and then David Kimberting was David number two because he was shit, he was poo poo because he lost because <laughs> he was number two, <laughs> yeah, not number one, <laughs> yeah. So he uh, <laughs> the shit that we did to him. Man, the shit that we used to do, David David came running was fucking wild though. That motherfucker was wild. I'm not gonna get into the stories because he might get mad, but like he did, <laughs> he did wild shit. Like for him being like an ambassador, like for like he he used to have pita booths and shit. Dude was fucking nuts. He was scary. Don't fall asleep next to him. Back then, now he's such a good dude. He's, he does yoga and works out. He's like beautiful man now. Like he, he's a completely different dude. We all, you know, you all, we all, we all grew up. But man, back then he was scary motherfucker to hang out with at night. Like <laughs> steal your girl, dude, right in front of you and shit. Like yeah, he was, wild. he was wild. Um, I love that guy. He was wild, man. He was perfect. Um, so I remember um getting Josh. And I didn't know that Josh, the whole time he left and Terry Sky, he was shredding. He was practicing learning how to shred. Uh-huh. Just finger tapping, taking jazz classes and stuff. So when we got the Rippers together, we had like solid guitar players. And and then we had uh, David number two for a bit playing bass. And then we had Dalen. Yeah. And when we had that dynamic, we were really, really good. But I was, I was like full-fledged drug addict at that time. Like, I mean, like just... Smoking crack in the back at Marcotte's house and like with Marcotte, all the guys from like the tattoo shop playing dice with them to like fucking to the to school buses would be coming out and stuff like playing dice with Weston from Full Blown AIDS. <laughs> you remember Weston Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, oh man, that dude, that dude was like, he, I went to the Abyss and back with that guy. Anything, the, he's not the reason why, but like. He validated all the wrong shit I did. He made he supported it, and he told me I was doing well. He was like, "You're doing great." He's like, "You're he's like, smoking crack, fucking doing a line, fucking doing great, bro." Man, you hit that really well. Live it up, dude. Yeah. This, that, you got the you got the nicest snorting nose and nostrils I've ever and, seen. Uh, <laughs> and you know, but the, he, he's like, "Hey, and we'd just be drinking out of the bottle. We'd try to kill a bottle a day." 
Like I mean, we we went hard, and 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 that was it. I I, I stopped I stopped doing the rippers just fell apart because I was a rock and roll band singing about drugs. Broke up because of my drug problem. Like we stopped doing music because I was a fucking drug addict. And then they tried to do another band. We tried did it in Terry Sky show, uh, twenty ten year ten year yeah, reunion, that, that, that the reunion a, show. I, I was I was on oxys, Xanax. Uh, You're a mess. That I night. did heroin. Uh, I was on heroin, and I did a lot of. Uh, uh, I did. I was on everything. I was on uppers and downers. And you were a mess that yeah. night. I don't even remember half the shit that happened you that night. Such a mess. I don't even night. think you remembered the lyrics to the songs. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Bad. And I remember that. Was, that was like pretty much it. That was that was it. By like like all the guys from Interior Sky it was like, dude, like you you're you need help. I remember they're like, dude, you're you're done. Like you're this isn't funny anymore. It's like, dude, this isn't funny anymore. And I remember like thinking like, well, this is what you fucking wanted. You wanted this dude. Now you got him, and this is not what you want anymore. And like, you know, Damn. and um, and that shit kind of bummed me out. So after that, like, oh, yeah. I, you know, like I, I like lost my job. Like I wasn't working, so I, I was kind of like using girls at the time to stay with them. That was the one that probably called you looking for me. I would just find the girls who had the most pills, or who had the most problems because they would accept me because I can always throw it back in their face. You're just as crazy as me. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, you, you, you know, you always hear this, this, this saying, I don't know why I always get the bad guys. I don't know why, all, you know, I hear my buddies too. Like, man, every girl I dates, man, they're all the same, dude. They all, they cheat on me. And I'm like, you attract what you put out, man. And it's true. You really do. Um, I, I put out and I got everything Everything I put out, I got it all back. Mm-hmm. All the negative stuff, all the awful stuff. And I, if you don't believe in karma, man, it's real. Everything that ever could happen that I put out, it all came back to me in every form. Mm-hmm. Anything I ever done, the lying, the cheating, everything, all the stealing. I went from doing this to just living under a bridge, being homeless. Just literally. Literally living yeah. under a bridge. Homeless, man, for almost like good two years squatting on, where wow. I couldn't even sleep in someone's, like, I couldn't even really be on someone's couch because they didn't trust me. Because mm-hmm. they're afraid I was gonna take their pills, or I stunk really bad, or I'll pee on their couch, or and um, what bridge were you living under? San Pedro. Um, I did haze for a bit. Uh, I did. I even stayed a little bit under because I knew a couple homeless guys when I was working at Gabriel's Liquor because I knew they they hired me. I don't know how and why, but I met some bums right there off 1604 and uh, and Culebra by uh, there was that nice bridge right there. It's a good bridge. It is. It was nice. It was. They had like a bed and they had beds and shit under there. <laughs> they made good money that day so they're just like I didn't know how to panhandle because I was like too prideful to do that stuff so like I would just hang out and like get all drunk with them what were those guys pulling in each day I don't remember man yeah. I just know they had enough they, they had, had enough they had enough yeah, yeah, yeah. Had enough to share and they definitely weren't there all day no no it only takes an I'd hour be, or two I'll be sick as shit dude I'd be, I remember just being so sick and uh, I, I remember that uh, I remember I started having seizures if I didn't stay drunk yeah. like I, I would have seizures and stuff like that and uh and man, and you know, like you, 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 you get caught up in all this stuff. You get caught up in all this stuff, and by the time you know it, it's already too late. Yep. Everybody, everybody sees it before you do. Yeah. Everybody yeah. sees it before you do. Yeah. And, and 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 the fucked up thing about this lifestyle is you, you're delusional, and that's the part of the you're clouded. No, it's not delusional. You're just clouded. You, you live on this stage, and and all of it's. I mean, it's 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 real, but it's not real. You know what I'm saying? It it's 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 because when you get off of it, you know. I'm watching Ancient Aliens, like you know, like I'm 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 still the nerd that watches X Files religiously, you know. I'm not I'm not this pretend cool guy on stage. I'm not. I'm yeah. I have social anxiety like a motherfucker. I always have. 
I, you know, like mm-hmm. I just we I'm, all actually know yeah, that. like uh, you know, I like I, 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 I can't place. go to Niosa, man. I can't do any of that cool stuff. You know, I'm not that guy. I was on the river parade for my work, and my I had to like fake dance for like an hour and a half. You know how, dude? <laughs> that's a whole new bag of issues now for me. Like, that's, <laughs> like that was so like that was the worst one of the worst experiences of my life. An hour and a half, bro. <laughs> <laughs> to, mu- to music, I don't even like, dude. Like. Like Kid Cudi and like People all this stuff. <laughs> like a, like a Selena and stuff and YMCA at the beach. I refused to do it. Like I was I was just with that glow stick in my hand. <laughs> it was so but you know, man, um, you know what's crazy though? Is like what what I what I love about the music community, man, is like no one forgot me. People were still reaching out to me or when they see me, they were like try to help me and stuff and uh and uh I had a a, a a buddy of mine. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna say it. his name's Kelly Edwards, and he's a mm, he's a tattoo artist yeah. at Element, man. Yeah. And I would I would go back and forth because I was I was kind of like staying there. And I remember uh, Jedi was always really good to me too. All fucked up. He was always really good to me. I, that dude for me, uh, Jedi and Kelly are like super good guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> Kelly had five years of sobriety. And the dude used to party like me, drink like me, snort like me, do everything like me. And I asked him how to do it. He just told me, you know, ask for help. It's that simple. Stop trying to figure out your own way. Just ask for help. Go to treatment, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I did. And I, I got a lot of help, man. I remember, uh, so like- in Anybody the- in particular you want to you shout out or that stands out? During yeah. this process, yeah, uh, Lana Hernandez and Elizabeth, uh, they're from Street Defeat. So, just how like the music always filled in this weird void. They they had a program for uh, at, at Haven for Hope where I went. Uh-huh. They had a, a a program. It's a mind body spirit program because at Haven it's like, I mean, like I'm talking about like you know, death metal bands and metal bands and stuff like that. You know, they're 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 making you go to AA classes and. Uh, and, it, and they're telling you you have to believe in God. And 33 years of being a fucking heathen, yeah. it's kind of hard to turn that switch back. That, that's, higher power. Yeah, it's it, when you don't have one. And the higher yeah. power to me sounds like an 80s band. They really try to say that it doesn't have to be God. <laughs> they say that's why they use the phrasing higher power. But when you when you go to these meetings and you listen to the verbiage, a lot of them, you know damn well they're talking about God. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And, um, and you know, some, some someone that's coming off the streets, someone who's coming off a life like that and stuff like that doesn't want to hear about that. And it's not that, like, you know, it's not that I don't believe in God. It's that I didn't think that God believed in me. Right. And, and I'm not going to go too into that shit. But, like, you know... I, I get you, though. But um, this, doing this mind-body-spirit thing for, for the longest time... Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm not this has to be cut though this yeah. has to be cut right here that's so, perfect because that was fucking funny <laughs> yeah. I farted oh okay so there's there was game a, on game on yeah. so, <laughs> so there, there's a there's a there's a mind body spirit program and it, was, it, and it was and really I just wanted free running shoes because I had these shitty ass toms that I had that I was homeless in that had like no 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 souls anymore so uh, i really just needed some new shoes and these ladies gave me this, this these shoes and i remember they would always smell cigarettes on me and i had by by then too uh, on on a, on a on a prior note to that um what ended me going to treatment was uh i helped out i'm i'm not allowed to say it cuz i signed a contract but a cake fell on my foot and for me not to sue them i signed papers and they gave me 10,000 dollars 
cake. Huh? A cake? A keg. Oh, keg. So by Texas law, you're not allowed to lift something a certain amount of weight. The keg's like 80 pounds. At that time, I was about 90 because I was doing a lot of blow and meth and heroin. So I was like 90 pounds. I was sticking bones. So I could have sued them. But I was also drunk and I knew that. So I knew if they drug tested me, I wasn't going to get it. So they gave me an out-of-court settlement. It would have been a big old stink. And um, I ended up staying in a hotel and I bought a bunch of drugs. I tried to kill myself. Like I tried it. I tried to like OD. I even tried to hang myself and I was so skinny that I just dangled. <laughs> That's a thing. It's crazy, huh? Wow. Um, all sorts of stuff. And I remember I remember uh, telling if I came out of this, I did 30 days because I got the hotel room for 30 days. If I come out of this, I was going to go to treatment after mm-hmm. talking to Kelly and all of them. And I did, you know. And when I went there, and the only reason why I went there is because my mom was dying. Her liver and kidneys uh, collapsed. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted her to see me sober before she passed away. Yeah. So that's why I went to treatment because I knew I couldn't do it on my own. I took Kelly's suggestion and I went. Yeah. And then uh, I wanted to leave every day. Um, Mom's and the power of, of, of they always, they, they death all, make you do a lot of different they, they, things. They, but... You know, they always say that like you have to do it for yourself, which is not true. Anybody listens to the podcast, if anybody tells you you have to get sober and clean for yourself, that is not true. You can do it for someone else. I did it for my mother. Um, and I went in there for her. I stayed there for her. Um, running kept me. The The running program there kept me. Otherwise, I would have left. I would have tried to stay sober on my own. Somehow, I probably would have drank. Like Everybody tries to do it on their own. They try to figure it out on their own. And when they try to figure it out on their own, they realize their own way of thinking got them where they're at. You know, So it never works. But... So I stayed because of running. I stopped smoking. I had the beginning stage of cirrhosis. I actually healed up. I got better. Um, and like a year, I was actually pretty good. I actually lived in a sober living for 18 months. There's a stat that says mm-hmm. after four months of treatment or six months of treatment, you have an 8%, 5% chance of staying sober and clean. Mm-hmm. After treatment, you go in a sober living environment for a year into your recovery, you have a 20% chance. You move into a sober living for 18 months after treatment, um, you have an 85% chance of staying sober and clean. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Like longevity. Mm-hmm. So when I listened to my mentor and I decided to do the 85%, I did something I didn't want to do, but what I needed to do. And I picked a house that was on St. Mary's Strip. It was right behind. Ready to go. I faced my demons. Fucking literally on the butthole. Right there, I was right behind uh, High Tones on mm-hmm. that strip right there yeah. by by Chapala. I lived I lived a block away from Sin Thirteen Chapala, <laughs> where all the shit went down. Yeah. And you know what, man? I needed that. I needed that reminder every day. That whole eighteen months I was living there it reminded me. And I was running and stuff, and I was doing all this other stuff. And and what running did for me, did what the band did for me. I found a community. You know, I found friends. I chosen friends, chosen family. Yeah. Um, and in the process, man, like, you know, I found a healthy way of living. You know, it was an opposite effect. And during the process of living at Sober Living, I did a lot of uh, community outreach. And I know I'm not supposed to talk about the stuff I, I, I do for my own personal recovery because that's what I need. That's what I, I believe paying it forward keeps me sober. Of course. Right? So, well, like, that's the one thing that, the, that who, who helped you, the person that who helped you, you said earlier, told you. Right. Anything, just pay it forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because someone did it for him, you know. So right. Well, that's so I was going. I was going to. That's uh, what you do now. I'm just gonna say what I did, just because it's part of the podcast. It's just part of the story. Um, I uh, I I would go to detoxes uh, Thursday and Saturday, and talk to the guys and tell them that this isn't a cure. There's hope. 
you know, just you need to get help. You need this is this is you know, um, and people always ask why alcoholism and and substance use disorder is is a disease. It's a neurological disease. So people don't realize when they're like, how is it a neurological disease? Well, what happens is is your frontal lobe doesn't fire off a certain way once you put the substance in you. Well, my girlfriend can. Last night I made her a drink. I made her an, an uh, 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 I, I still I still got it. You know, I can still make drinks and stuff. Give her the old razzle dazzle. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm going on six years in May, so I'm like it's kind of it's you know I still do my maintenance. I still I know I'm not, by no means I don't ever think I'm cured. Yeah. But you know I I still fear it, mm-hmm. but I don't fear it. You know I right. recoil to it like it's a flame. Like it's kind of like to alcohol. It's not for me anymore. It's, I don't see. There's no. Anyways, so I make her a drink and she doesn't finish it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, hey. how do you not finish a drink? Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like that's not that's what something you that. Over here, amateur hour. Yeah, and she does that. She says she's full. Well, someone with a substance use disorder or someone with 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 an alcoholism. And one thing, you, one thing about this thing too is you got the, the only way you can be diagnosed is self-diagnosed. You, I can't say you're an alcoholic unless you say you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things. It's weird. Um, so, you know, for me, like I, 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 like I said, I run, I, I ran today in the heat. This is probably my first bottle of water I'm drinking today. And you ran what? 11 miles? 11 miles today. 11 Fuck. and a half. Um, all uphill in the sun. It sucked at noon. It was like 85 degrees, 90 degrees. That's hot. a, that's a normal run for you? Yeah. It's, well, it's a long run. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting back in it. What did you write down? The, the first one? Uh, talking about being sober and running with it. <laughs> so, 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 so I, I, being I, sober and running with it. Literally. So you, so it's crazy because, um, I actually just got back from LA. I did a, I did a race for my sponsors for uh-huh. runner. Um, and, uh, who's your sponsors? Uh, runner ultra. Okay. Ru- ultra shoe, uh, fleet feet and salt stick. So I represent all those companies, That's and then awesome. and then I also That's used to run cool. for Trail Racing over Texas, which I also support, even though I'm not running for them currently, but I support them because I support Texas yeah. and, and trail running. And Cal I support ne- Texas. Yeah, you yeah. Get that liquid IV hookup. Salt get stick. Get that hydration up. Salt stick is yeah. where it's at. It's just a tablet, man. It's just oh a little, a little, little chew. I'll, I'll give you some, man. Cool. I have a bunch of it at the house. My I might have some in my really car. Dark. I actually might have some in my car. I'll give it to you. Yeah, cool. Good for hangovers, man. I'm telling you. Plug. I don't, uh, we don't drink that much. Well, I don't drink that much. Well, you're old, man. You get, bit, you're, old. Well, you're old. I, I already know. You, you don't drink like the way you... That nah, hangover suck, dude. Yeah. Like, you drink like three beers. Three yeah. beers on eight. Easter's coming up. You're going to get drunk on Easter. No, and, I'll, uh, I'll, Easter's. I'll, I'll have a couple drinks on like a Saturday. I had a few drinks before we did this, but like... They're few and far between, man, and it's only a few because it takes days to recover now. Exactly. Space your drinks with a glass of water, and it helps a lot. So you t- you take these electrolyte tabs. People have been doing them, and they work. But so you also get you, shit, you also dude. get sun drunk. That's pussy shit. You so, know you know how, how you want to live your life. You know how to get rid of the hangover, Leroy. <laughs> Manudo. Drink Manudo. more. <laughs> you drink more. Dude. The, 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 I'm talking about the band Manudo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good, one, good one. No, but uh. No, man. So, like, you know, and it's funny because, like, I, I, I ended up just moving there. And, and it's funny because that's when I did my first ultra when I was living in a sober living. And I remember they let me leave because you're only allowed, like, one night out or two nights out or something like that. And I had a girlfriend during that time because I still saw myself the same way. Oh, well, hold on. I don't want to cut you off, but I am anyways. Backtrack. What got you in the running? In rehab. In treatment. Uh, the street defeat. 
they they had a running program to train people for five Ks. Do you got but free shoes? What made you turn to that? The shoes. Well, the oh, shoes. You need, you need new shoes. Okay. I needed new shoes, and, and it turned out I, I noticed that I my I, I wouldn't have seizures anymore. My mm. seizures went away when I started running, and I was able to sleep. Um. One thing about coming off alcohol, man, I don't give a shit about what anybody says. I, I I came off of heroin. I came off meth. I came off ox. I mean, I came off pills, Xanax, all that stuff. The worst thing to come off of is alcohol. My brother's he hasn't slept in over almost three years. It in in what he needs it. It's it's so. What happens is you need to take care of all three, the mind, the body, and the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, it's called untreated alcoholism. So he's not, I mean, he's, he's sober. It's called dry drunk. I had, a, I had an uncle that had a, that had a, I call him my uncle, but he's not really my uncle. But like I had an uncle that had 10 years of sobriety, but did it dry without, mm-hmm. without any kind of, didn't get any, there's a reason why we all drink. There's a reason why. There's a, there's a root issue for everything. Um, whether you have anxiety, stress, whatever, there's a way of dealing with it and learning how to, using coping skills and all that stuff, right? And all that, I mean, everything's everything's treatable if, if you work on it. Um, or, you know, at least treatable, not curable, but treatable. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to give him a beer. He was always angry. He, he was miserable. He was miserable sober. Where it's just like, why? Why even just drink, dude? And he's drinking now, but like, it's only a matter of time before he gets in the, in the next DWI before the consequence comes. Right, right, right. But so scary, man. So it was weird because running, running gave me that validation again that I, okay. uh, that I, you know, and I, I don't know whether it, I developed it, you know, from like being in the band and doing all that stuff, but like, it gave me a spotlight again. It gave me this like weird like, um. So- so is that why you're doing what you do? You know, like it's. Like- I you know I I like to run by myself now. I, it's weird because I went from one extreme from always doing a lot of races and being seen and doing all this stuff and trying to be trying to show up to all the races and they used to call me the gypsy runner because I'll be everywhere, and 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 now man like I don't even like doing races. I like I like just running by myself. Yeah. I like I like just doing these relays in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Going out to Big Ben and helping my buddies run like hundred milers and stuff like that out there. My roommate Ken, dude. He went to ran from Austin to San Antonio, right? Dude, he, we were eating tacos, and he's like, "Hey, we're doing next week," and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "I, I think I'm gonna run to Austin." He's like, "He's like, I'll give you gas money," <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." I'm and gonna, that, and I'm gonna run to Austin. Yeah, eighty eighty six miles. I was so car sick, looking at his feet. Diving behind him at five miles per hour. It was beautiful. The course we took is beautiful. So I want to do that uh, within the next two or three months. Uh, but I want to go to green because I don't want to. I don't want to do eighty six miles. I want to do like fifty miles and and, and then go swimming yeah. afterwards and like rent an Airbnb and stuff. I think I want to do it when Coheed plays. Oh wow! So I can run and go see Coheed and then I mean run, do take a nap and then see Coheed that night. Wow. Are you gonna <laughs> run back? Fuck no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a ride back. I'm gonna be the only dude with a turkey. Maybe you're gonna be hyped afterwards. You're gonna be like, I'm doing another fucking fifty. Nah, dude. no way. It's no way. No way. I'll be the only dude there with a turkey leg and shit. Like, <laughs> they're like, how do you have a turkey leg here? But um, that's fucking funny, man. No, man. You know, like, and and it's weird because I'll, I'll it, it, and from working from draft house and stuff like that, man. Um, I I now work with with. I work for the court systems now. I work with the first responders now. 
Um, I, uh, and that's what we're going to get into in a second is ask, what, what are you doing now? Other than, I'm actually, I'm a team lead actually at, uh, at Cicada, which has been around for 60 something years, 65 mm-hmm. something years. What's Cicada? Uh, San Antonio Council and Alcohol and Drug Awareness. We, uh, we have like a coalition. We helped out with the Tobacco 21, um, to move the age up to 21. And we do a lot of stuff like, like, well, like, uh, legislative stuff. And then I work in a recovery department. So what we do is we go into different treatment centers, are the specialty courts like C, uh, CPS, uh, DWI, mm-hmm. um, you know, felony court. Uh, I go to the prisons and I talk to these guys. There's Applewhite Recovery, which is uh, is so people couldn't know what it is. I can go in detail what it really is, but it's a, it's a prison rehab. Okay, it's a last chance. Um, these dudes are in there. They're not, and and, and I always and, and they they're in there, man. And they, they it's the first time a lot, you know. And you look at substance use disorder. I, I have it from a different angle, man. I have it from a lifestyle. Um, I, I mean, I used to drink with my grandpa and, and, and my and my aunts and stuff, you know, and I, I and my family. And I used to get high with them. I was getting high. I remember getting high and drunk watching uh, Candyman when I was like seven, eight years old, you know, yeah. smoking pot and doing blow. Like I tried in high school and and, and you know taking pills. Doing blow at seven. No, and like oh. high school. Okay, <laughs> I'm not that cool. I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but like, you what know, I, I was I was smoking Literally. weed at a really young age, man. I, w- I was drinking at a really young age. Even my speed skating days, I was drinking. I was getting drunk with my my speed skater guys. Yeah. They're all older. Um, so I, uh, you know, but I I've I've hidden those like the homelessness and all this stuff. So, um, part of my job is uh, is a peer. I get to say me too, and I get it, and I understand you. Like I didn't read it in a book. I lived it. You know, so I tend to reach out to more people. Mm-hmm. So you when, feel that that helps them a lot more because uh, I'm one of them. I, the I, long I speak their language, man. Yeah. Just like the way we speak each other's language. We talk about music. You know, when you get someone that fucking listens to like R and B and they're trying to talk to you about metal and shit, or like you're trying to talk about music, you're not speaking the same language, yeah. right? You know, you're just not like mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's, no, it's so like when I'm talking to like your brother. That's Jason. why him and I was able to. Uh, Communicate well. We were, that's why I was one of two that probably reached out to him because I said the shit that yeah. that so he believed what I said. No, for sure. It wasn't just like me talking. He was telling everybody, "Oh, this is like sort of like my sponsor," and I'm like, "Well, no, he's not." But tell yourself that. <laughs> tell you yourself have to do AA to have a sponsor. I know. Like, you're, you're like he's like my unofficial sponsor. I'm like, well, no, he's not. But tell yourself that. Dude. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, tell yeah, yourself, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to be doing. The AA stuff with them to be a sponsor, but yeah, oh. but um, uh, so no, but yeah, man. So like now it's it, it's weird, man, and like, and it's funny because now I'm able to hang, and it's weird because I'll through all this stuff, man. Like I said, I got like six years, and and I might after I had a year of sobriety, I, I got to hang out with all the guys again. We could see at the drive-in. Uh, I ran into Greg again. Um, I get to like look at everybody in the eye again, which is yeah. really 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 cool. Um, um, not that I'm prideful or nothing, but I, I um. I can keep my head up now. Good. You know, like it's 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 not a pride thing though, because I I know that like it's there's a lot of stuff that like that I did in my past that were like I don't I'm not allowed to be prideful and I'm not allowed at least for myself I'm not allowed for me I'm not allowed I don't have enough room in karma I already cashed up all my chips like I was what was it what fucking show oh I was talking shit at the at the toasters. <laughs> I was I went to go see the toasters a ska show like man this is like punk rock but like but like pussy punk rock like ska I've never been to a ska show so like I'm like it's so cool like 
no one's throwing anything. I'm not getting hit by a shoe. And once I said that, someone threw a beer and just got in my eye. <laughs> someone threw a beer and got all in my eyeball and shit. <laughs> and they shut me up real quick. But, um, nah, man. I mean, just like, I mean, everything. And uh, so we went to go see Glassjaw. And, uh, and. Uh, Where was this at? The vibe. The vibe, yeah. We saw Glassjaw uh, do their, uh, their 20 year. Oh, the one that just recently yeah. happened. Yeah, and that, the whole band was there, man. The whole and Terry Sky was there. Everybody was there. Um, Damn, we 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 had we went to go eat at Atta Girl, which is one of my really good friends, Chris, Chris Cullum. Yeah, because yeah. they used to have yeah, the yeah. truck at Street Eats. Chris right? is a good guy. Yeah, I love Chris. Yeah, man, he has he has sobriety time too, man. He's a good yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, he has about like three years now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, he's he's a guy that That's I saw. Good. I saw him. I saw him when he only had like a month, and I was like, "Hey, man." I started talking to him and like we well, just yeah and I was like hey man how's it going and I didn't know he's like yeah like instantly flexing on me like yeah I, I, I'm Cullum and like <laughs> he's super cool he's not like that anymore but like when I first met him he was still kind of like I met him a long time ago when yeah. I went that food trip yeah yeah so yeah he has like he has three years he has, he has, he has good healthy recovery man like I respect his recovery he has, and, and, See, and I gotta cut you off for a second again has anyone ever told you you look like fucking a young, well, I guess the Hispanic young Dave Grohl when he was in Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did tell me that. You look like fucking Dave Grohl in Nirvana, dude. I'm over here high as a kite and I keep listening to you and looking at you and I'm like, we got Dave Grohl. Yeah. Shut up, Dave Grohl. <laughs> uh, every time I die, I asked David Grohl to record him and he said no. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I remember someone telling me that. I was like, no way. And I looked it up and it was true. Interesting. Ask me something, man. Like, I'm just rambling like a girl. No, what kind of music do you listen to when you run? Shit. So, dude, right now, I'm, I'm listening to End It. Uh, I like um, that band. That, that uh, Shit, hold on. You, you put me on a spot right now. I, I, I knew you were all going to ask me what I was listening to. And? So <laughs> and I had you my weren't prepared. So I, I listen- knew, but I didn't even think about it. <laughs> so, um, so, I listen. So, I like Torch a lot, man. Um, Torch? Okay. Yeah, so Old I've been torch, like they've been around, yeah, they've been torch, forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I when I run, depending when I want to listen to, so I've been to, when I'm doing like a crazy workout, I listen like, um, Drain. You ever heard Drain? Uh-uh. Drain STH was like a '90s female band that I, I remember. They were at Ozfest, yeah. I think, when I went. Just. I like it. Definitely running music. JC sing, J- hey, the sing the singer sober too. When did but they, they come they, out? Are they kind of newer? They have like five albums. I wonder if Jason was power trip type of shit. So yeah, but they have they have a lot more breakdowns and they're faster. Yeah, I love nice. power. I, I love power trip, man. Power trip's another one of mine. And then I like Harm's Way. I like listening to them when I'm running. Harm's Way's bad. Got just because it's just breakdown. real. Brutal, it, dude. It's just. So yeah. are you into the the new DJ type of shit that came out? Like, I mean, Harm's Way was is they have a lot of that. Check this out, man. I'm an old man. I I stick to my little circle. Whatever Spotify shows me new and yeah. it's related to it. That's it. Yeah, that's what I listen to. So I listen to all this thrash stuff that I realize yeah. I like. I like end it. I like like yeah. like I love just like belty shitty screaming. I realize I love the stuff I used to talk shit about. I love it. Yeah, I love I love just and it's weird, man, because now music for me. Like I go to Jimmy shows. Like anytime Execution plays, anytime you let me know, I go to the Collective Dream shows. I go to every single one. If you invite me, and if I'm available, I'll be there. Like there's no doubt about it. I won't make an excuse. I'll be there. 
if I'm not out of town or something or I'm running or I have a race or anything like that, I will be there. Um, and I'll be there because I want to be there because y'all are my friends. And I don't care what it sounds like now. Like, it's weird, man, because I just, I respect it because y'all are playing it. Because I know what it takes. And y'all are still fucking doing it and it's so awesome. Which is like, slightly jealous, but like, not hating way. Like, it's like, that's so cool. Like, ah, oh, it's so cool. And so when I, when I went to the Glassjaw show, I like, Hinted like, hey man, let's do one show. But I think that if we do any show, it'll be the Rippers. Yeah? Yeah. Think so? If we do any show, it'll be the Rippers. It won't be Antonio. Well, you guys getting that well, itch, or at least you getting that itch? You've always uh, had it. Hey, uh, there's um, WuzzFest uh, 2022 at Squeeb's Fox. So. When? In the summer. Okay, send me a date, and I'll, I'll send it to the guys, and we'll see. Maybe we'll do an Antonio Sky set. That's what I'm saying. Like we're, I'm looking for those, uh, those acts that were there with us. Yeah, and Adolf's there, so that's Squeezebox. Like, he's part owner and stuff. So, parking lot show or something. Well, you better give me a parking spot and shit, dude. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to find parking at that place, dude. <laughs> you better give me a parking spot, you motherfucker. In the, in the back of the Squeeze, I know they have parking spots there. I see it. They put a cone there for me. <laughs> we'll put two, man. Yeah, all right. That's badass. Dude. It'll be on his rider. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you got anything else? Where can we find you, bro? Where, yeah. it, whoever's listening to this, where can they find you? Me? Yeah, social you. media. Where? I mean, so it's Leroy underscore Garcia underscore the underscore Gypsy underscore Runner. That's a lot. Leroy That's Garcia. Just put just put Leroy Garcia. I'm actually the first guy that pops up. We'll tag you on the the episode there, and they can just copy and paste. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just all running and food, and then like shows. Any Ontario Sky or or uh, Rippers on? On the platforms or anything? Uh, Rippers and Antero Sky, I believe, are on... Uh, on Actually, Rippers? Nah, man. I, it's weird because, like, that name is taken by so many other people that were, like, not on the radar. Yeah. Um, there's a video I have I can send it, y'all, that uh, Ghost Pizza did for us. And it was, like, some boss bar, some... Uh, no, it wasn't boss bar. It was... Uh, remember Bishop owned that big old bar, Scouts? That really Scout big... Bar. It was really big... Scout it was bar? like 281 or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was super huge. Yeah, Redland. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it was like huge. It was like this crazy big venue. We we mm-hmm. did a show there with uh, the Valiant Thor. and uh, I saw Barrier Dead there. Yeah, we played with some cool bands, some good rock and roll bands. And uh, and I remember I was like, hey, you want to do Blow With Me? And all these <laughs> dudes are like, no, not before we play. I was like, oh, yeah, you rock and roll, dude. <laughs> He's like, come back later. Though. Oh, and we went into so there was a VIP room for the for the V the, the headlining. We went in there and we were drinking all their shit up and eating all their food. <laughs> 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 like like if it was our place and they came in like, hey, what's up? And Dalen's all just didn't like, hey, what's up? And they didn't say anything to us. Nobody's gonna fuck with no him. No one said nothing to us. <laughs> Sat down with us and just chilled. They watched us drink all their liquor and beer, like, like hyenas. Like, like they, they couldn't do any. They couldn't do anything about it. Like we we're. And I, I didn't know. And when we left, they was like, "That was fucking crazy." I'm like, "What? What's crazy?" Like I didn't. I didn't know what was happening. Of course not. That's fucking hilarious. That's good. You're hungry, man. I, <laughs> You're hungry. I was real high. Mom's right? got to eat, right? Mom, <laughs> Mom be loaf. Yeah, that's funny as shit, dude. Yeah, that was... Man, we had a bunch of... Dude, we... You know the craziest show that we ever did? Yeah, what's the craziest the show? The craziest show we ever did was... Uh, so I was working at Fast Forward, and uh, 
and there's a little kid, and I would put my flyers in every single one of the bags. I worked at a skateboard shop, and I was just fucking putting. I work part time. I remember you there. I work part time like a <laughs> motherfucker. I call in all the time. I worked only twenty hours a week, and I call in. <laughs> Were you there before Hot Topic? Yes, okay. I was there when I was a little kid, man. I was, that was like one of my first jobs. Uh, I worked at a skating rink, and then I worked there. And uh, there's this little kid, like, hey, you're Leroy from Ontario Sky, right? All like sweaty and nervous and shit. Like you could tell, like it took him. He was in the store for a while. That was me, dude. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I I saw him at you it know was. his name is his name is Albert, and I I met him. I saw him again at the Glassjaw show, which was crazy. Like a couple like a month ago. And he's like, hey, here I like, took pictures and then, and he's like, hey man, you want to drink? I was like, I don't drink anymore. He's like, what? Like he was all freaked out. Like I was like, yeah, I don't drink anymore, man. He's like, hey, I'll take a chico. <laughs> and now I was I was trying to leave and shit and and uh, I was all trying to be, beat the traffic before. Yeah. Glass I was playing like the last two songs from that last album, which are not that good. People think that's being old man. No, that's just being seasoned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck You're you guys. gonna get it out for an hour. I've seen this band twenty Encore. times. I don't need to see the last sh- last song. I'm gonna beat the crowd. You'll have a good. <laughs> so, um, so we we play. So this kid's like, I have. He's like, I'm graduating, and and uh, I want to know if you can play a graduation party. And I'm like, where? He's like, Dilly, Texas. And I'm like, Dill. I was like, what the fuck's a Dilly? <laughs> like, I was just real rude to him. Like, you know, like, I'm like, well, I was like, I was like, I was like, well, man, to get us out there, we're gonna need a bottle of Jack. We're gonna need a. Uh, we're gonna need a bottle jack. We're gonna need to be fed. Uh, we're gonna need gas money. It's like okay. We get there, and dude, it was like like eight towns that are around there all showed. It was like two thousand, three thousand people there. It was like a concert, dude. We were on the cover of the the, the newspaper. <laughs> we showed up fucked up, like we like hung over, like we we thought it was gonna be some shitty birthday show, like we thought we were gonna play in some backyard or something, like like <laughs> some bowling alley or something. We That's go, cool, we eat with like what's that the it's not what's it's like the it's the governor or the mayor? The what, mayor. The mayor. We eat with the two mayors of the towns. <laughs> They're there eating with us. Oh my god! We're just there drinking beer, like just drinking beer, like in the morning, and like we get there like at like noon, and we're eating breakfast, and the food's super good. Bunch of stinky ass hungover. Yeah, like just. That's pretty fucking dope. And we get there. Chewy was in the band. (laughs) Chewy was filling in, and we get there, and and we're like, holy shit! And then the the lady, there's one lady, and like I said, I'm a drug addict. I smell my own, so I, I see this lady like chewing on the same piece of meat for like hours. Like, like the whole time she's there, she's like, not swallowing. I can see her and it looks uncomfortable and I notice it. I'm like, this chick's wired. This chick's on, she's coked out. Score. And I'm like, I, can get high. I go up to her, oh, cool. And I get my friend Ben. Ben was our bass player at the time. And I'm like, Ben, go talk to her. No, he was like a fan. He was our bass player. So I'm like, Ben, go tell her. Ask her if there's coke. She knows how to find coke. I want to. When she gets mad at me. <laughs> I'm like, Ben, go. Go now. And sure enough, she's like, huh, y'all party? She's like, I got your hotel rooms. I'm like, my name's Adele. I'm Albert's mom. <laughs> she's like, I'm the one to put the show together. And I'm like, oh, fuck. she's like the drug lord of like the whole area oh, and shit. No, Her name, I don't give a shit. I'm probably gonna get killed by the fucking, no, she's probably not. Albert's lot. mom, you're down as fuck, dude. Super cool. And now, I know she's a drug lord, but she just had a lot of drugs on her. And uh, she, 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 
<laughs> we get to the hotel room. Dude, we get, she gets us a hotel room. She's like, y'all are going to get fucked up here. She's like, I got your hotel rooms. Nice hotel room. Two, two of them. She's like, one connects, one's the party one, and it's big. It has like this fucking jacuzzi. It has like all this stuff. And then the other one, this little shitty town. And then I guess because truckers stopped by there. So yeah. it was like this. Tr- and then the other one is, uh, was just a bunch of beds. There's like four beds in there. They're like, y'all can sleep here. And if y'all need to sleep it off or y'all fucking or whatever y'all want to do. And we're like, and then there's like a bar of whiskey just there. Not one bottle, a bunch of bottles, like just a bunch of bottles, Coke. And she pulls out the biggest bag of Coke I've ever seen in my life. Just this big old bag. And she just gets a quarter and shoving them in our noses. She gets, well, no, this is what happens. She makes a lineup for us. And the lines, dude, a foot long, (coughs) thick, and you can smell it. That's how strong it was. It wasn't like shitty stuff. Like you can smell it before even like yeah. we're like I had to take a shit instantly. Like I was like <laughs> I was like I was I was gagging and like having to take a shit. Like like Ugh. it was just in the air, dude. Like it made me like gag. All of us were gagging. You can tell we're all drug addicts. Like, Ugh. <laughs> like, a whole room of people gagging and like having to use a shitter and shit. Like sounds fucking <laughs> terrible. That does. Well, I, don't know, it. I don't know what that's like. So that sounds fucking any horrible, coke. No, any coke. At, any anybody does. Coke knows what I'm talking about. That shit makes you take a shit. Like before you you do a line, you have to take a shit if it's good. And um, and that was the that was the beginning of, and this is before we played. So they unleashed us. They unleashed us until these two thousand people, coked out of our minds and like, <laughs> dude, I'm smoking cigarettes, talking to people. And like signing autographs and stuff, wow. and like I'm just like, <laughs> dude, and and then we and then we played the show. We did really well. Like we actually did really well. Like we like that was probably one of our better shows, just because of the energy, you know. Yeah. Like you just cannot not, do, you can't, do, you, you can't, there. you can't do bad in front of like a crowd like that, you know. Like it was just nuts. It was just insane. And and then the after party, like I mean, it, and that was the first time I was like, I thought I was a drug addict. I was like, oh my god, these people are fucking sick. <laughs> these people are sick. Uh, yeah, that, oh, that was probably shit. the craziest, the craziest thing. Fuck yeah, dude. Cool, man. You got anything you want to add? You got anything we left out? You want to say? Nah, man. Anything you want to plug? We'll be back. All right, yeah, I'll be back. With Let me the know. rippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, 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 I'll... Yeah, dude. I'll put it out there, man. I'll, I'll throw it out to the guys and, and tell them, like, just give it an honest effort and at least do one show. I, yeah. I'll see what, they'll see what they want to do. That'd be fun. My cardio's definitely up. I'm just worried that I won't be able to scream anymore. You Dude, y'all could do a show in the room. And then we'll just film <clears throat> it and put it up. Okay. Like a live stream. We can do that. I, I think they'll be down for that. Uh, you know what? I'll make it happen. That'd be cooler because you're not... In- yeah, you don't uh, have to be in the environment. Um, well, I mean, we, we can do we can do a little practice session and see how 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 it all comes together. See if we still have it. If not, we can watch it just fail, <laughs> just miserably. Just I would love that. Just them complaining about their fingers hurting because they're not playing <laughs> guitars that much and shit. Just I would love that. Oh yeah, let's do it. I'll get them together. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, man. Well, cool, dude. Thank you for coming. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude. Thanks for showing up. It's been fucking awesome. I, I I liked hearing all your stories about the craziness and the fun times and the and the the sober stories. Yeah, those are great, dude. It's still helping the community, man. Regardless of what you felt, 
you know, back then or during the time, like, we all... Whether if you realize it or not, you are definitely helping folks out, man. And, I mean, you, I don't know if... Well, like, I know you're not supposed to think of it that way, but for my job, For my job, I am. I, I do a lot, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I literally save people's lives. I, 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 help yeah. people, I train people to do, use Narcan. Like, I, I show police officers how to use Narcan. And I have cops come up to me like, dude, you showed me how to use Narcan. I've, I've helped, like, ten people. Wow. So, like, it's all linked, you know? Like, so... It's fucking cool, dude. Like, you know, and I'm actually doing one for a, a treatment center, um, I think in a couple of weeks and they're in methadone clinic. So like, okay. you know, uh, it, which is a very controversial thing right now mm-hmm. in the recovery community. But I, I don't have an opinion because each drone, yeah. like I said, like, you know, I, I just, I, if some, that's what someone wants to do, then let them try it. If it doesn't yeah. work for them, it doesn't work for them. They can try some, they can try something else different later. Some people learn, they got to make mistakes. Yep. That's yep. how we learn. Yeah. yeah. Every bad thing, it's, it, things happen for us, man, not to us, you know? Like, every, yeah. even if it seems bad, it happens for us, man, somehow. For sure, man. Dude, if you, <sighs> sounds crazy. I know y'all doing metal stuff, but man, if y'all can get fucking Homeboy from Reggie to full effect on this thing. He's working on Jonah. Yeah. I'm working on I Jonah. I bet you he'll do it. I, I bet I'm you. trying to, man. Talk to Kenny. I don't know Kenny. I'll give you his number right now. I well, I I brought Jonah to San Antonio, like I booked a show here, and I like. Made Kenny's this. like, Ken, Kenny's like a butt sucker. Okay. On like all these like dudes, like you know? I want a butt sucker. And he can like, he like, hey man, yeah, I know him. He's my boy, and like, and like, I'm like, whatever. And then sure enough, we go to the shows, and he's like. Kenny, man, what's up? And like, I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> like, I, I just want him. To, I just like to see him wrong once in a while, you know? Because well, he's Kenny, not. He's very personable. Kenny, get us the dude from Reggie in the full effect. Y'all need to talk to Kenny and get Chewy here, man. Talk about the first grind band. Yeah, I need to get 13 fiddle strikes here. Get Duff and all those. Muscles. I'll talk to Chewy. Chewy's okay. in California right now, but he might have to do it on. Well, yeah, we can do. We did a, a homie from Brazil, uh, you know, last week on on Zoom. So Chewy, Chewy has a. Man, Chewie's been in so many bands. Yeah, he's been in y'all's band, our band. Like he's done, like dude, he's a slut, dude. Like (laughs) I need to get Damon on here too. He, you know, he he counts his uh, his patterns, man. Well, dude, again, thanks for coming out. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, man. Greg, my dude, you got anything? I love you, dudes. I love you. Hey, love y'all, man. It's so good to see y'all doing this shit, dude. It's been so fun, dude. Cool, man. All right. Yeah, I have to go to the girl now. Well, thanks again, brother. Yeah, man. Fucking thanks for having me.